You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman, Joe Shasky, rate, review, subscribe, Odyssey Sports Network, 95.7 The Game, Giants Baseball, super fun. Make sure that you are tuned in every week. Last week, Farhan Zaidi, or it might have been a couple, little while, a week and a half ago, Farhan Zaidi went on the uh, the show podcast with Joel Sherman and John Heyman and dived into the, or dove into the, pursuit of Aaron judge from this past off season. And you know, it's, we, we've heard it. I'm just going to play it right now. This is what Farhan had to say. I don't know if it's a coping mechanism, but I never really believed he was going to sign here. I kind of, you know, I think like with a lot of things, you kind of want to control your emotions and, you know, and baseball is so unpredictable, both with free agency and with trades. I mean, there have been so many times when I thought a trade was at the one-yard line or five-yard line, and it winds up not happening. So you don't really believe something's done until it's done. Basically, that's Farhan Zaidi saying that he never really expected Aaron Judge to come to the Giants, despite the Giants' uh, very, very public interest and very – the Giants went hard after Aaron Judge, and he still went back to the Yankees. And it seems like another situation of Farhan saying something that maybe he shouldn't have said, uh, which is the second time in the last year that he's done that. Uh, also going back to his whole comments about free agents not wanting to come to San Francisco. Chasky, what was your reaction when you heard Farhan say that? I, I just kind of rolled my eyes. Like, what is, what's being accomplished when you admit these things? Like, that's the truth. Just because you know it or because you think it, or because you, you know, believe it to be so, doesn't mean it needs to be said out loud. You know, here's a great example. When my wife asks me, how do I look in this dress? Even if she doesn't look smoking hot in the dress, I'm going to tell her, you look great in the dress, honey. You look smoking hot. All right? I'm not going to be like, eh, I've seen you in better dresses. Like, no, that's just not how it works. Again, yeah. read the room, Farhan. I do think it's one of those things. I think we've kind of touched on this on, on this podcast before this year that, some things, Farhan, you don't need to say. Let uh-huh. us, let us talking heads be the ones who say it. Like, I always felt that, you know, the Giants were kind of put into a box when it came to, to the Aaron Judge pursuit. You had the fans, you know, banging on the table, you know, saying, bring me Aaron Judge, as if, you know, we're J. Jonah Jameson demanding pictures of Spider-Man. You know, and then uh, you had Greg Johnson kind of going on saying, "Yo, we know about that fellow in New York. And when you say things like that, I think it makes the Giants an easy mark if you're Aaron Judge being like, oh, hey, I could totally play that team and get some more money out of the Yankees. Uh, you know, Farhan did say that he felt that the the, the the Judge's interest in the Giants was sincere. I personally don't believe that. I'm going to let Farhan say that it was sincere because that's what Farhan should be saying. That's Farhan playing the game. Uh, I think Farhan saying that Judge was not going to come here, that, that that's being a little too candid. But... I honestly think that Judge always saw that the, the he saw a team that was desperate to sign him, 
and figured, you know what, hey, I can easily play that in a way that benefits me coming back to the Yankees. And if you're Farhan, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, because if you don't go after Aaron Judge, you're going to get ripped by the fan base. If you go after Aaron Judge and fail, which is what happened, you're going to get ripped by the fan base. And so it's when you have a no-win situation there, I'm not really sure what you're supposed to do other than just, I guess you have to carry this out and take our lumps. We did the best we could to try to acquire the player. The, choir, the player went back to the Yankees. Like, you, there's a way of diplomatically saying it without saying what he said. To yeah. stand up and say, well, guys don't want to play in San Francisco, you know, homeless and politics and dog, shut up. Like, where is the PR specialist to tell Farhan less is more? Yeah, I I will always kind of look back to. So I remember Larry Bear hosted this uh, a town hall event uh, last July, right before the yeah. deadline. And everyone was talking about the Juan Soto trade at the time. And I, and I remember I wrote about this for the station. I, and, I, and the headline was, did Larry Bear just put uh, put a damper on a potential Juan Soto and Aaron Judge deal? And my reasoning was that Larry delivered one line that really kind of stuck out to me where he talked about, you know, where the next star could come from. First thing he said was that when com- when getting a star, you don't want to mortgage the farm to bring that star in, which was translation. No, you were not getting Juan Soto this this deadline because the Giants did not have the farm system to pull that off. OK. Fair enough. I don't like it, but you know what? I'm not just because I don't like the truth doesn't make it less true. Then he also said that when finding that star, sometimes that star can be homegrown, which that told me, okay, the next big giant star is not going to be signed on the free agent market, which means I guess that takes Aaron Judge off the table. But that's when, you know, suddenly you had the fan fervor for Judge really start to, you know, you know, spark up. You have, you know, we're doing our judge watch on the morning roast. Will and Dibs are going out to Linden because they think that's going to drum up interest. Like that's where the craziness really kind of gets out of hand. And now we're, we're talking about, you know, well, we never thought Aaron Judge was going to come here at the same time that John Heyman, who we all know how good he is with Giants in the free agent market, is saying that the Giants are going to be big players for Shohei Otani. Are we going to have to, I, I feel like I'm in a time loop, Shasky, with, with these free agents. Is it? I mean, should we just be going going into this Otani pursuit with the assumption that he's just not going to come here until he does? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, we, we, we should. Yeah. Because they haven't landed any free agents of notice outside of overpaying some pitchers in forever. I mean, that's yeah. just what it is. But that's so, look, does that mean that they can't be involved in this Otani sweepstakes? No. Does that mean they can't try their best to try to court that guy and, and try to bring him in? No. Of course you're going to try your best. So, like, but me getting my hopes up, I'm going to do what I do every year. I'm going to get my hopes up, and then I'm going to get pissed when they don't get them, and then I'm going to blame ownership and the front office 
for why they couldn't land that player. Like yeah. the job of the GM when you have to go out into free agency and spend, which is what they have to do right now because they haven't done a great job drafting. Part of your job is landing free agents. Now, Shohei's one of the hardest ones to ever land, but you've made it hard on yourself by not developing and drafting your own. So yeah. hence you're stuck in this kind of time warp, like you called it, where you can only go via free agency to get something that can help you impact now. Yeah, and that's why I think that it's going to be very interesting because I honestly think we're in a position where if you're expecting free agents to bail you out, I don't think that's a great situation no. to be in. Look at uh, the mess. There's, look there's at the mess right now. Look, yeah. Look, they, they, they're bloated the payroll, cool. and they're terrible. Look at the Padres. How's that working out for them? Mm-hmm. So, and that's where I think it's it, you can't be super dependent on free agents. I don't think the Giants try to be dependent on free agents. I mean, really, even in their history, like free agency has never really been a, a big playground for the Giants. I've been on this planet for thirty years. I was I was born mere hours after Barry Bonds was introduced as a San Francisco Giant, and since you. then the biggest free agents that I can recall in my lifetime are Aaron Rowan, which pfft, Barry Zito, which is outside of two starts, kind of lackluster. Johnny Cueto was fun to watch for a little while. And simply because the money well, was, you know, yeah, I mean, they've, they've missed out on a lot. John you Lester, know. Zach Ranky, they've missed out on lots of guys. So I definitely think that it's a situation where you just, you can't just rely on free agents. You can go after them. They're fun. It's like extra credit. It's cool. If you do it, mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, Otani is a different – it's a transcendent well, – here, Here's the other part, Sam. Here's the other part. Two of the best trades in the last 30 years to the Giants, they gave up pieces and acquired guys. Jeff Kent mm-hmm. acquired for Matt Williams and a bunch of other pieces. You know, they acquired Hunter Pence, right? Think about mm-hmm. that. Those are some of their best acquisitions. Going back before that, they acquired Kevin Mitchell. They traded Kevin Mitchell away and acquired Billy Swift and Mark Jackson and Dave Burba. Some of their best – acquisitions haven't even been via free agency. They've mm-hmm. actually been via the trade. Well, it goes back to what I said earlier on this podcast this year, where you go back in the 140 years of Giants baseball, Barry Bonds is the only superstar player who's been a, the only face of the franchise player who joined this organization via free agency. And he was and homegrown because he, he was homegrown. Because, yeah. So it's, it's never been the Giants organizational philosophy going all the way back to, you know, 1883, that, you know, even even your dog agrees. It, it's just it's not a strategy the Giants have ever employed. And when you look at it that way, you're willing to kind of accept it. But at the same time, Farhan, at the end of the day, the moral of the story is, I mean, I guess I appreciate the candidness of it, the, the, the being real of it. But at the same time, like, let let us handle that one. OK, like Sam, Sam, Sam. here's my advice to him. If I was his consigliere, Farhan, shut up. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess the last. The last note here, I want to try and, and do this as quickly as we can, you know, is if you're Giants ownership hearing Farhan say that, does that trigger you in any sort of way? Because at the same time, I feel like ownership kind of forced him into this really brutal situation. If I'm ownership, well, first off, who is ownership? We're talking about Greg Johnson's kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Charles Johnson's kid, Greg, excuse me. Like, I don't even know who that person is. Forget that. If, if this were somebody talking about like John Lynch talking about Patrick Mahomes, John, shh. Quiet. That's what Jed's mm-hmm. probably saying. If this is, you know, formerly Bob Myers talking about, oh, we should have drafted Lamelo. What? What do you think? Joe Lego would say, shh, quiet. Yeah. Right. So any decent owner is going to say, Farhan, some things are better left unsaid. Exactly. Now, I don't think that's going to totally 
crush his standing with ownership. I do believe that ownership is still very much in Farhan's corner and in believing of, of his strategy. But keep having weeks like we've seen the last uh, in the last week and a half. That's going to change. We can't have more years like we had last year because that was no fun. So uh, before we get out of here, we got the Rockies coming into town this weekend. We are recording this on Thursday the 6th. You'll probably be hearing this on Friday the 7th, right before the Giants play the Rockies. And uh, I'll be honest, I like to say, you know, games are must win. Giants, they two of three at minimum is anything less is unacceptable. A sweep going into the all-star break, I think, would alleviate a lot of concerns that have bubbled up. Uh, within this fan base over the last week and a half. And then you got a very long, brutal road trip coming out of the All-Star break. But Giants need to be able to hit the ground running on that. So these next uh, 14 games, they could very well decide the fate of the season. So it'll be very interesting to see. And then uh, then we got the deadline. So uh, this has been episode 64 of the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. We'll be back uh, hopefully in a few days after the Giants take on the Rockies. And we'll have an entire first half to recap on the next episode. So until then, we will see you on the next one.